welcome to Test Pilot, the podcast where you may as well watch the whole show instead. I'm your host, Mark, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Cassie and Andy. Hello. Hi. All right, so this is the first time for a very long time, potentially this season, that it's just been the, the three of us, the three uh, original, fully-fledged members of the Test yeah. Pilot family. Yeah. Uh- this season? No, yeah. I was about to say Alex Mack, but no, Jen was here. Yeah, it's the just... The first time this season. Yeah, okay, okay. So... Yeah, um, I was just thinking that was the first time we didn't have a guest to just an episode, mm, but um, yeah. And honestly, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> well, we've learned that, haven't we, Mark? Well, I think I think this episode especially... Uh, is special? Is, it's going to be a special <laughs> episode. And it's going to be special because we don't have a fourth person in this room because mm-hmm. I'm worried about getting into this episode with three of us. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, an extra person in this mix? Fuck. It's too I'm much. sure. Hey, if you want to talk about yourself, that's fine. If you want to go through it all, then I'll just come – and Cassie and I will just come in at the end. I'll go that, to bed. That <laughs> would be best. I will, I'll just go <laughs> – I'll go scene by scene and I'll just say uh, – I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rate the hot level of each of the characters. Yeah, yeah as you do. You <laughs> always do. I do. I, I like to objectify people. Mark is always like, I rate women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about that Renee Zellweger? Hubba, hubba. <laughs> Am I right, guys? I love when she played. How um, is she the first person? I don't know. Such a random person. I I just tried to think of a female, and you know, your mind mind goes straight to Zellweger. (laughs) Always. I I was going backwards in the alphabet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Eventually, I was going to get to Amy Adams. Oh yeah, that's a double A battery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's fully powered. I'm gonna need. I, I honestly, usually, I'll sit here and I'll entertain you guys. Talking at the start of the episode, you go on a tangent. Maybe you'll talk about, you know. Yeah, Mark's never gone on a tangent. My dad. Your dad. Yeah. It's um, often trucks in my dad. That time your dad fixed the trucks on your skateboard (laughs) and then you did a kickflip. Yeah. And And then also, he was was in his truck while he did his Hilux while he did it. That was a good story. Yeah. That was a good story. Do you reckon anyone's kickflipped a truck? Like, like, it's not that impressive. No. No. You don't reckon? No. No. People do crazy things. But like from the ground? No, like I, humans I, contain multitudes. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking like a ramp. Oh, like over a truck. Like a um, what's that dude who did the uh, the buses? Uh, I think that was Bus Evil Stop Murray. <laughs> Evil Knievel, thank it you. It was Bus Stop Murray, thank I'm you. sorry. Yeah, 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 it was Bus Stop Murray. But I was talking about Evil Knievel. Yeah, that was probably like a Bam. Bam did it or something. A Bam Bam. Bam, bam Knievel. Yeah, Bam Bam's Knievel. Bam's doing so badly at the moment. But yeah, we don't have time for tangents today. I'll talk about Bam next week. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon he got, his parents were watching um, Flintstones and they're like, that's a fucking sick name, Bam Do you bam. think it's his real name? I guess so. I think Bam's short for... Um, Pamela, <laughs> yeah, the close sister to Pamela. Yeah, it's like that thing where like there's like male names and female names, and I do prefer when people stay <laughs> in their stay in, their, in, in their your lane. gender lane. Stay, stay in, in your gender, gender lane. lane. Yeah, um, so do I. We've yeah. discussed that, and so do I. Yeah, it's like and and also like when it when it kind of borderlines like Ju- Julian and Julianne. Oh, give yeah. me a fucking break. Yeah, oh, yeah. Danielle and Daniel. It's, yeah. it's too much. Cut that shit out. Cut that shit out. I want one syllable names. Uh-huh. You got Mark. Yeah. That's, that's basically. It's not even a female version, which is 100% the way it should be. Exactly. exactly. The world should be dominated by males <laughs> and male names. Andy. Actually, all three of us in this room have male names, so. Um, cool. You keep saying Cassidy is a male name, and I suppose it is. My parents got it out of a male naming book. Yeah, but I think it's a weird book to buy. (laughs) Just like it's like I'm I'm pretty. You know what? I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a boy. I think it's a girl. Well, we can't sell it now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Does, do you guys have a return policy on this book? No, not that one especially. <laughs> do you reckon those people were like writing a name book and then they got like, they just had filled up so many boy pages. They were like, oh, we're going to get twice as much money in this <laughs> if we just separate this into two books. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Andy, I'm going to need you to hit that fucking button. Best. The show we're doing today is called The Best of Times. It ran from 1981 to 1981. Well, it didn't run at all. It did. Well, it walked. (laughs) (laughs) All over, the best of times had one episode. Uh, And on IMDb, that single episode has a 5.4. What? That's wild. That's so low. Well, I don't... Are you serious? (laughs) So this is this is this is a brave new world we're entering. No, now. it's the second time we've done this. How many people rated that? Like for it to be a five point four. Um, and also, and imagine if it was just one. Yeah, one person's like, yeah, it's worth a five point four. <laughs> like it could be. I've been thinking about it, yeah. and this is a five point. I've actually gone back to it. I've changed the rating. It was previously a four, and I'm giving it a five point four. Um, this is the second time we've done this, which is a pilot that hasn't been picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first one was Heat Vision and Jack. Heat Vision and Jack. Yeah, um, and I thought we learned then well, the, that there's a reason pilots uh, don't get picked up. Heat Vision and Jack was sick. Here's the thing about Heat Vision <laughs> and Jack. That was against the rules. So, But now we're entering a world where this could become a regular thing. <laughs> did you know I you think, made a mistake, Andy? The, because Mark will never let you forget. I mean, I did. You were a very, very naughty boy yeah, that day. Yeah. <laughs> and look I, look, I made a mistake and I'm sorry. Yeah. But Jesse brought Heat Vision and Jack and that was sick. And they're going for a re- prize oh really yeah they're trying to bring the show and actually that's unsurprising that that that's happening you think that you would go back and do that if you came up with this ridiculous idea oh yeah yeah i just sick and they could do it now like think about the budget they'd get now yeah jack black ben stiller owen wilson Uh, whereas this show had nicholas cage yeah i didn't realize it was him till the final credits and you did tell us okay so uh, but to be fair the quality of the video yeah it could have been my mom and i would have been like huge at the end <laughs> it was also just thin nick you know yeah well okay to, that's good to, oh he was hot to start to explain what this is so this is i think this is the only i i, I want to say heat vision and jack made it to tv at least i think it once. did make it to mtv like once yeah okay okay, okay so the show we're doing today is a show called the best of times and the best of times is crazy yeah the most ridiculous show of all time so basically it was a pitch for a tv show they made the pilot and everyone said nah man this is terrible they said turn your ass around it's a sketch show which i wasn't aware of till i started watching yeah okay so it's also like a musical like it's it's like it's a it's a it's a it's a genre bender i guess you would say (laughs) genre bender you've, you've got you've got a sketch show element you've got a musical element uh, you, you've there got tends like to a, be an overarching story. There's an, well, I guess there's only well, one there's episode. Only one episode yeah. But, but a, there is in this an overarching, yeah, overarching story. story. Yeah. Um, and you've you've also got like well, you've got Nicolas Cage in his first ever television role, and still going by Coppola, which I didn't know he ever went by. Yeah, yeah, he did. Wait, he that did. was that was their actual names. What do you in mean? the credits at the end? Yeah. tends to be the actor's name. <laughs> well, I didn't think that was it's a wild credit. No, but the, like, no, no. Hey, no let's the, fuck with the audience. The kid, the kid, <laughs> get the real na- meta with the it. The narrator stated the names, though. Yeah. Okay. I see. So what, what you're I'm saying, saying oh, is, like, was, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that they was they all the, the did go by their first names. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So right when I when he was talking about Nicholas in the show, I was like, oh, he's going by his first name. But then when it was Coppola, I was like, no, his last name's Cage. So I didn't realize. 
Yeah, sorry, who played the narrator today? He's... Justin, no, Justin, no. No, 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 no like he's a big actor Crispin too. Glover. Crispin, Crispin Glover. Crispin, that's it, yeah. Um, You know that Nicolas Cage is part of the Coppola family though, right? I had no idea. Right, so is he's... Is he Sophia d- Coppola's like sister or something? Brother, I think sorry. he's a nephew of... He's part of it somewhere. Yeah. Right. So um, I had, honestly, I had But no idea. I, I didn't realise it was ever his last name. And I don't yeah. know why you'd change it at that point. I mean, you got to. Sometimes you just got to get, get. I mean, get out. You got to get in own. the cage. You got to. He's like, if they're gonna put me in this Coppola cage, I'm gonna take the cage name and make it my own. <laughs> gonna get he rid just of got married for the fifth time. Cage. Who did he get married to? The nobody. Oh, fucking loser! But fifth time. Is yeah. he just mental? Is that why he's like? I assume so. He seems pretty out there. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is watch a single Nicolas Cage yeah. performance, and he, he's he's such an interesting actor. But not this one. He was actually so good. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, he was Nicolas Cobble. Yeah, <laughs> that but, was an insane dude. <laughs> but you watch any Nicolas Cage role, and he just he makes the most interesting choices of like any actor ever, because there's so many. Even in this episode. There's so many weird choices he makes that obviously the person behind the camera is like, fuck it. Like, I, I, I have Nicolas Cage in this film. Like, you That's do you, man. Happen. So the show that we're doing today, The Best of Times, um, as I said, it, it, it was pitched. No one wanted it. Uh, and I think, I think there's, there's a good reason why. And it's quite hard to find as well. I mean, like, it's, it's now on YouTube, but I think it was buried for quite a few it's, years. I didn't even realize you could get that many unaired pilots on YouTube. Like I've watched one, but the person that was in it personally uploaded it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Spencer Pratt. You're like, hey man, how, how sick would this have been? Yeah. No, it was Spencer Pratt and he genuinely did that. That's he was like, everyone slapped on this gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm releasing it now because I want it back. <laughs> but yeah, this one, it, it never quite made it to TV, um, which is weird because- there's commercials in it as well. Yeah. But like, it's like, oh, yeah. I didn't it think it must that. have been sponsored. Like, a company sponsored this. And yeah, then, of course. And the paper towel company, yeah, Chairman's. And then they saw the end product Shaman's. and they're like, they like, what the fuck have you done? Because, as we said, there's no clear genre or theme or direction or. No anything to this it is show. the most directional shit i've ever seen and there's not even there's not even a uh, there's not even a general tone that goes through the whole thing like we'll go scene by scene but like uh, some scenes to are be comedic. fucking dark yeah though. yeah that yeah that nicholas cage by the beach yeah, scene that like scene was the, well there's hectic. quite a few that they just scatter in here so i guess i guess the idea that i can gather from this show that they were like we're going to give you like the teen experience like we think teens are not represented right yeah. in TV. It was the were skins even, of its day. Well, they even yeah. said it. Like, initially, it was like, you know, like, kid, like, there are shows with parents and, like, younger kids, but there are no shows about teens. This happens once like, a right. decade, I swear, because that's what Euphoria said and that's what Skin said. Yeah, it's just like... Like, it's like, they re- obviously exist. <laughs> they just don't ever make it to, like, air. Well, it was a bizarre claim for Euphoria to make of all things. So, like, there's never been a show that really shows teens. And, like, that's all shows do these yeah, days. Yeah, that's, like, literally every show. Yeah. Inbetweeners, Skins. That's yeah. two. And I just thought of those. You fucking nailed it. I know, ones, right, dude? dude? I'm sick. You killed that. I'm so fucking good at my job. <laughs> so, the episode opens on Crispin Glover in his bedroom. 
and we're going to struggle a bit because a lot of this is 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 jokes that I I don't think a single joke in this entire episode lands in oh. any no. way. It's a very very bizarre show. Okay, it lands with him though. He laughs at a hundred of his jokes. Well, we, it's the cringiest shit I think I've ever seen. We open on Crispin Glover, and as as mentioned, every character in this, the actor's name is the same as the character's name because they were just like this. This show is going to be the biggest fucking show in the world. <laughs> so you know, we got we got to get ahead of it. These people are going to be the biggest stars in the world. So you know, we're just going to call them by their name it was also like at the height of postmodernism where that was what you did exactly <laughs> Do you reckon that's why nicholas cage changed his name to cage he's just trying he's to like, get away like, from oh, the show i'm not having he's this like, i guess yeah. that i get yeah. that it's a good last name for the industry but yeah. i can't have anyone google yeah. me yeah. oh my god what have i done <laughs> <laughs> why did i start talking about the war that wasn't scripted <laughs> so we, sorry dad <laughs> we open on crispin glover in his bedroom and he he breaks the fourth wall. He talks to the camera. By the way, in this scene, you see a boom mic enter shot, like enter the frame about four <laughs> or five times, um, which I thought was quite amazing. Like because it's the first scene, yeah. so obviously, like <laughs> it was the w- it was the boom. They shot it uh, in order, and it was a boom guy's first day. And he just got <laughs> sick at it later on, but at the start of this episode, this he's is a pretty dud. bad. Yeah. So Crispin talks, and Crispin's delivery in this entire episode is bonkers. Mm. Everything is just like so over the top, and he's like he's like laughing in like a scary way. Yeah, it's kind of maniacal, maniacal. Maniacal. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of it's not that creepy, but it's just super. It's concerning. Yeah, it's Mm. yeah, it's very concerning. Yeah, I would be scared if I was in a room with him. Yeah, I'm concerned. I mean, but he's kind of kept that vibe. What is Crispin Glover in? He was in Back to the Future, um, and he famously who was he in Back to the Future? He was Marty McFly's dad. Okay. And he famously, in the second film, refused to be in it unless they paid him shitloads more. And so they just basically put a guy in Crispin Glover makeup. Yeah. Um, and then he sued them saying that they, like, stole his identity. His likeness. Um, yeah. And he's 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 always been a bit wild. Like, yeah, he's a right. bit nuts, that guy. I reckon the guy so behind the camera. for stealing their likeness is one of my favorite things. You know. Um, Lindsay Lohan did it because she felt like one of the hookers in GTA looked like her, nice. which I'm obsessed with to this day. It's like still my favorite lawsuit. It didn't, yeah. She did not win. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, that hook is just like me. <laughs> like she's just a redheaded girl. <laughs> um, and so, okay. So he, he begins by basically saying, as you said, like, uh, there's never been a show that shows what teens are really like. And he, and he gets a bit deep in this bit where he's like, you know, we're, we're multidimensional people. Uh, our parents think we're just like fuck ups and like well he doesn't swear because it's very PG. We do show. drugs. We and do like, drugs. Yeah, we and go to parties. Rock and no one's ever offered any of these kids drugs. Oh no, these They're kids are such dweebs. lames. Yeah. yeah, maybe Cage. Cage is pretty cool. This whole episode. Um, I'm digging Cage. He gets, I mean, he's <laughs> definitely on something because he, he is that, that scene. I mean, like, I don't even know what you guys are talking about, so I'm excited when we get to I'm going to throw it out there that this entire show plays like an acid trip. Yeah, like, no, sh- th- there's nothing the, kid, the kids may have not been on drugs, but the producers and director yeah, the, definitely The writers were, were just yeah. like, this is genius. Yeah. They're not even writing on a fucking typewriter. They're, like, they're using one of those etch sketches. <laughs> yeah, they wrote the whole thing on a This show was <laughs> completely etch sketched, yeah. So- he, he talks about the fact that parents... It's basically parents don't understand teens. This show is going to give you the in. And this show was written by adults for adults. And they get these kids to pretend that they're that this is what teens are like. And they're like, parents don't understand us. And then he, then he goes to describe all of his friends. 
And so he starts with saying Nick. So he describes Nick and Nick basically works out Just a lot. Just works out. And that's his entire identity. <laughs> he was jacked. Nick's jacked. Um, and by Nick, we, we we're talking about Nicolas Cage, who for this whole episode, his outfit is jean shorts and very short jean shorts and nothing else. Why Top not? Topless, yeah. I mean, he looks good. Uh, and then we have his friend Kevin, who's a ladies man. But uh, there's like gags that he never gets ladies. Yeah. And um, that's his joke for this episode. By the way, every single character has one joke. Yeah. And, and they run with and it. And they just they run with it for the entire yeah. 40 something minutes. It's yeah. quite 48 a, minutes. And they I, pretty much do you, the same skits in different backgrounds. They oh, don't yeah. get old either. They run with the joke. It has legs the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> much like this podcast. Yeah. Uh, then, there's, then there's Julie. Uh, Julie, everyone thinks she's cute. And also Julie thinks she's cute as well. Um, that's her joke. She she's cute, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Women can't have more complex jokes no, than no, that. No, no, no. Not in the eighties. Wait, this is the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty one. Yeah. Well, but then we have uh, David, whose gag is that he has three jobs, and like that's it. Yeah, but then he, like he's sacking cans, and the cans collapse, and it's like, yeah. oop, make that two. Yeah, yeah. With a with a terrifying laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, Lisa. Lisa works out a lot, but. Um, she also eats a lot. That's basically that character. Yeah. So yeah. she's just living. Yeah. yeah, she's having a good time. At this point, she's just living. Living yeah. her best life. It's the she best of time, eats, guys. But she also <laughs> exercises. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that. I think that was just a way of them just being like, she's she's the chubby one. And exercise was really new at this point. <laughs> they never exercised. No, yeah. I've listened no to a podcast on this. Exercised. People didn't exercise as a recreation. Like they didn't exercise beyond things that you do that cause exercise yeah, like yeah. going upstairs or something like that until the late 70s early 80s well, the, the food was i love how your example was shit. like going upstairs <laughs> well i'm talking about <laughs> it's not a recreational exercise Andy, people do don't, don't no i'm saying that that's the, not i'm saying like people would exercise at, like i'm not saying no one got any exercise because they'd exercise like because they were living I, life. yeah right yeah. just normal living but like jogging didn't start happening till the late 70s early and 80s. jogging and before and world gyms war, didn't exist before world war ii everything was super like tall so like instead of building buildings on the ground <laughs> they had like 15 Stilts. like you'd have to go up like 15 flights yeah. of stairs to get to like your building and then that's i think a lot of world war ii people like this is dumb all right, let's just let's let's bomb it. Let's knock it down. Let's start again. Yeah. Other people were like, "Hey, I like the stairs," and that was basically what World War Two, like what they fought, so that's what started it was over. About, yeah. And that's when, like, so then we're like, "Wait, let's make a decision. Who likes stairs? Fifty percent put yeah. their hands up. Then fifty percent like let's invent something else. Elevators. Yeah, yeah. That's like you know, and that's why you get a fire stairs. Yeah. So fire stairs and an elevator in a building. Everyone gets everyone wins. They're always at constant war yeah. against each other, the fire stairs and the elevators. I it's do agree huge. with you. I it's mean, they huge. both have their pros and cons. When in there's a fire, you can't use the elevator. Which, so like why that not? is that is I never con. understood why not. Because like what if I want to burn to death in a small room? <laughs> like who has the right to tell me? Dude, no one. You I can't, can't burn to death. You can in a small do that room. if you want to. You literally could get it. They're you just could saying honestly, you shouldn't. Yeah. You can honestly what? stay at your desk if you want to, or your house, whatever you're doing. Andy's the fire marshal. Yeah, I oh, used yeah. to be a fire marshal. Well, did they take? Did Remember they strip you? Remember, you told us you have to ask them. <laughs> no, I, like, I, like, left hey, buddy. That, I left that job. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Stop putting people in the lift. <laughs> we need to talk, buddy. Um, so we had a fire last week, <laughs> um, and. You weren't up to the job. 15 people died. Yeah, we um, opened the elevator and there were 15 corpses in. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you to tell these 15 people that they can't burn to death in a small room? 
That is not your right. They wanted to do it and I gave them the opportunity. <laughs> oh, that's sad, dude. You were a good fire marshal as well. <laughs> that doesn't sound like well, it. Well, no, because he's... Why were there so many fires for one? <laughs> yeah, there were a lot during well, the, the time. About, I was the thing there. about fire marshals is if there's no fires, you're going to lose your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a supply and demand right? yeah. situation. Yeah. And also, I worked at the cemetery, so there needed to be some bodies. <laughs> yeah. They're like, it's a low month for bodies. And you're like, I'll start a fire. Wild cemetery that had elevators as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking revolutionary. How come no one thought about... Because the thing, the worst thing Elevated about... Elevated to your grave. Well, the worst thing about, like, dead... Like, the dead. Mm. And I, this is all the dead I'm talking mm. about. Yeah. Is when you bury them, you have to dig super far down. Yeah. Six feet, not really six, that far. Well, six feet. Six pretty feet's far. pretty far. If I was to give you like a that's as shovel, tall as us. Yeah. Yeah. If I was to give you a shovel right now That'd and put you in while. the middle of a car park, you'd struggle. And, and oh, what? What? <laughs> a car park? Have to go through tarmac and shit. Yeah. Dude? That's how they all do it. That's, no, they don't. They go into like a, a cemetery. No, it's just no, grass. No, 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 uh, no, no, what do you no, think? No. Okay, so underneath the grass is a slab of concrete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, the how whole up? world's surrounded by concrete. Mm. Yeah, so you, you build you build up, baby. Yeah. You build up and then just stack the bodies. <laughs> I don't think that's too bad. No, not at all. I'd like to be stacked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would Stacks on stacks. stacks that's what people refer to when they're talking about stacks on stacks. <laughs> that's exactly what they're referring to. So we, we've talked about Lisa. She, she works out, but she also eats a lot. Um, that's her joke for this episode. Uh, Lisa, I don't, th- I don't think Lisa's needed in this episode to be honest i don't think she she does anything she creeps on teachers oh she creeps on the teacher i forgot about the teacher creep okay lisa's back on board uh then we have jill jill's pretty mm. and she's the most mature of the group yeah i as you're talking about this i can't remember so much but i and really like it's, hopscotch it's like a defense mechanism for my you've brain trying it. to protect me oh don't worry we're gonna go scene by scene yeah. and then we're gonna the, get deep into this and oh. then that's we what have, our job is as test pilot yeah is. and then we have janet who is 14, but she wants to play in a band. Yeah. Oh, j- j- let's just start off here. You don't really know the ages of the other six <laughs> yeah. or seven. I but think then, they're 16. But then they go into it saying, Al, we're about to go into college. So this is their last year of high school. So they're not 16. No, they're we're 17. 17. They're 17. And you've got a 14-year-old as a, one of their friends. Not saying that age is a massive barrier. That's cool. Never has been for you, Andy. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Mm -mm. Lost track track of mind. He's thinking about 14-year-olds. Oh, come on. (laughs) Let's also throw out the fact that like all, like Janet, the one that wants to be in a band, her entire story arc is done by the end of this episode. Like she gets to be in a band. What was their plan for episode two with Janet? <laughs> like Janet's done, She's baby. She's a rock star, the Episode dude. two for Janet gets dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, she gets real into that rock dark. star life. Yeah, she gets hell dr- You know what? That's where it turns. You know how like they're like, oh my God, every parent thinks it's just sex, drugs, and alcohol with kids. But then she is. They all go to college without ever doing any of that stuff. Yeah, because they're then fucking she's, nerds. But then she's 14, becomes... Gets a gets into a band and starts doing drugs and out, sex, drugs and alcohol. Starts yeah. doing yeah, sex, drugs and alcohol. Episode two is so dark. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah. it opens up. Um, it's the best of her times. We've we've been introduced to all the characters at this point. These are all the characters that you need to know for this uh, wild ride that we're about to go on. The important ones for sure. Then, um, he, oh wait, have we mentioned the guy that runs the store? Oh, not yet. But he doesn't get introduced yet. Okay, I just think he's very important. We'll, Go on. we'll talk about him soon. Okay, and then he describes his friends and then he's saying how serious they all are and then he goes, oh no. He gets a call or something and he says, oh, they need 
quarters. They need quarters for their phone call. I don't know what happens here, but he runs out. It's for the phone call. And then it cuts to Kevin on the phone. Oh, okay. So but they've, they must have called him and it didn't work. I don't know how phones used to work. Yeah, you had to put in money to to continue the call, right? It's like a just like a normal Telstra phone or whatever you want. Wait, to call it. no, 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 on your f- home phone. No, no, no. Oh. but like they no, would have been calling. They from were like calling oh. him. Oh, from a phone booth. Yeah, yeah. you absolutely yeah. have to keep putting in money. Yeah, and they like they would have said, "Hey, you know, running out of coin quarters. Can you bring some down?" But it's like, why? Also, he refer he referred to them as a bunch of friends. It was just Kevin. <laughs> well, Kevin's the most important one. So we cut to commercials here, which is like a Charmin. Charmin? What? Sh- yeah, Charmin. Charmin. It's like a paper towel. Yeah, paper there's, there's some paper towel And talk. like toilet paper and stuff. We're talking about the best of times. Then we cut to uh, Kevin. Kevin. So this is, I think we can, we, can, we can tick off Kevin's role in this whole episode. I mean, you already did when you introduced yeah. the characters. Uh, Kevin spends this whole episode calling different women on the phone. He'll call them and then he'll basically go. Uh, want to go to the school dance? No, you don't want to go on the school dance. Oh, and then he'll hang up and no one wants yeah. to date or, him. Or he'll be like, hey, do you have a sister? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, all right, can you put her on? Hey, want to go to the school dance? No, and he's like, all right. That's like a whole a scene that we've just lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And he just keeps, he does that five, six times yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Just cut back to that. Uh, he, he, they really he thought gets, they were good with that He gag. gets rejected by a lot of women. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's his joke yeah. for the entire episode. Yeah. yeah. And it's like that thing where like, and this show, this so between scenes as well, there's like a different wipe they use per scene. There's like star wipes and then it will be like, it will like the yeah. middle of the it's thing. It's much like, like my Instagram story content that I do for this Pretty podcast. Much. It's real Pretty PowerPoint much. like 91, even though this was made in 81 without PowerPoint and 91. So it was ahead of its time. It was, yeah. this, is, this is after this was made, PowerPoint was like, finally. Yeah. Holy shit! What this technology the did they use? We <laughs> After we have this 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 hunk of man talk to uh, five or six different women, women on the phone, phone. Mm-hmm. they all reject him. Uh, there's there's this gag just pays off every time. because oh. eventually he he hits on the phone operator and, yeah. and, and she rejects him. That actually was pretty funny. And then he hits on a ten year old girl at one and point. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> That and then was- he said, I'll call you back in seven years. And I'm like, that, you stopped one year short. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe in the 80s that was okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fine. I think, you know, 17 is fine, right? <laughs> Andy, no, 17 isn't fine. Oh, shit. Andy, no. for the last time. Uh, and so after this, after we've, 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 we've seen Kevin talk to 15 different girls on the phone, we get to Nicolas Cage. So Nicolas Cage in this whole episode, he's, his entire role is he just, he just works out. And so he'll 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 be insane and he'll work out and the whole thing is just like every scene he'll just like hit the ground and start like doing push ups. He shows his muscles off uh, quite a lot all the time. It's a lot like what I assume he's like in real life. It, is this set in Cali? Because like they yes, kind of yes, look he's, like Cali. He's, I think or, yeah. he's in Muscle Beach. Here, yeah, yeah. That's yeah what I, I say it looked like yeah. Muscle Beach. Yeah, yeah really nice. did. Yeah. So he's at he's at Muscle Beach. It's it's a weird. This whole fucking show is weird because it's this weird group of friends where. Nicholas Cage looks about 15 years older than the rest of oh, them. Oh, yeah. He looks like he's in his 20s. Although there's always one in a teen show. That's true. And he's jacked. And he's he's also hanging out. In this scene, he's hanging out with the kid who works... Behind the shop. Behind the, the super shop. super wiry dude. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's working out and he's talking about the best Rocky movie. Yeah. And he's saying that he likes the bit where he punches roast beef. Yeah. And he, he keeps say, saying that. And to that, the guy eating the sandwich is like 
scared. Yeah, he's like, does that scared face? Also, the dude who's eating the sandwich has big hands. I, I, was like, I was like, holy shit, his hands are covering that whole fucking gigantic sandwich. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that was my take from that scene. <laughs> it was probably the best take. Yeah. So, but yeah, you've got Nick Cage just being like loving fighting, loving muscles, loving like Rocky. And he's like, the blood blood is everywhere. And he like does some punches in the air and kicks and whatever. Like yeah. really needing anger management, yeah. Yeah, he's very... He's, he, it really, it's, a, it's a real deep take into his life. He's a real jock in this. Yeah, like the, he, sure. he's He's the jock. Yeah, but he hangs out with nerds, which is weird. It is weird. Yeah. Why is he friends with them? Don't know, man. It's the best of times. The, the jocks won't take him. It's fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's a bit too strange for the jocks. He's still got that strange side. He well, so he looks different in this as well because he's oh, got yeah. like he's got like the old teeth as well. So yeah. I guess he had his teeth done at some point. It was. It's. I didn't recognize him at all. But again, the quality of what we were watching yeah. was so bad. Well, it was, I think it was ripped from a VHS and put onto uh, YouTube at some point. Yeah. But- so like, as I said, my mum could have been in this, and I would have been surprised at the end. Like. There's no way to tell who any of these people are. His pegs, though. He had some solid pegs. Those legs were just, like, straight. And some straight <laughs> legs, you know? <laughs> straight legs and yeah. a different guy had big hands and Andy's just really well, happy. That, that's crazy because Nicolas Cage is now, as we know, known as Mr. Crooked Legs yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to wonder what happened between this episode where straight as an arrow. I just mean, like, he had a solid upper body and then he just did nothing to his legs. Ah, uh, you know... Why would you bother working out your legs when you can just you be jacked? You've got to skip legs day. You've always got to skip legs yeah. day. And he, he's wearing short jean shorts yeah, this entire yeah. episode. And jeans come up in another scene later on. So, like, I guess jeans were a thing in the 80s. I think that so je- jeans were sponsored weird. in this show. <laughs> what, the it was jeans just, thing was so odd. It was just the best of times sponsored by jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, sponsored like, by denim. Nick Cage is like, I wouldn't work out in jeans. They're like, you have to work out in jeans. And he's like, yeah, but I just wouldn't do it. It's like, we're sponsored by jeans, man. You got to do it. Well, okay, yeah, well, I can't work out in jeans because that's impossible. No, like, like, they're like, all right, just cut him, cut him at the short. <laughs> <laughs> and he cuts them short. Yeah, they're real short. I reckon that he only, in real life, Nicolas Cage only works out in jeans or naked and nothing else. I, I like, think that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's like, that definitely out. takes, yeah. Yeah, he's like, you have me in jeans, you have me naked, you pick. And I think they did. I pick jeans. I'd, I'd pick naked. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'd like to see what that butt looks like. Yeah. <laughs> And judging by his age, not, I'd not that, I'd, well, I'd like to see what those crooked legs look like now. Yeah, <laughs> he fucked those legs up, hey. <laughs> and you know what it was? He tried to go down a laundry chute. Right. I swear to God. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it was because it was because he We've was, all thought about it. Honestly, though, how fun does it look? It looks fun, but he was doing it as a method acting thing because he was playing a shirt in a film. <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, what would that be like if I was a shirt? I have to feel like the shirt. And I've so got to he, play the character. Yeah, and so he went down the laundry chute and he absolutely fucked him. Well, he got to the bottom and it wasn't like... Uh, it was like a bin, a metal bin. And yeah, it was, was like a metal s- bin. And there was... Stacked yeah, it was... And it, Instantly, it, it he went straight into the garbage truck yeah. as well, yeah. <laughs> and it was it wasn't from like which a small fu- distance. It was eighty two floors as well. Eighty two floors, like, and he went from the top. Think of all the people that had put their clothes in that day, and it had also gone straight into a garbage <laughs> truck. They would have been furious. Yeah. And he's gone straight into the garbage truck. It's mangled his legs up, and he was yelling at it, going, "Don't you know I was in Con Air? How dare you!" <laughs> Um, Don't you know, this isn't the best of my times. Yeah, and, <laughs> Don't you know that I'm going to be in Con Air? <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. This was before Con Air. <laughs> One day I'm going to be in Con Air. Yeah. I'm changing and my name. Off. 
Yeah, Face Off's a sick film. Though. I'm also going to be in... Face Off is a sick film, and it used to play, like, at, along with Con Air, like, on Channel 10, like, every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, God. yeah. And the best of us would play, like, a double header. <laughs> <laughs> they do it into Face Off, and they'd well, be like... Well, it's a prequel of Face Off. People just don't realize that's that. That's true, that's true. So we get the scene of Nick Cage being wild. His legs are straight. Um, he's... he's uh, his jeans are short. His jeans are short. You got no shirt on. And you don't need... <laughs> he wears like three outfits this whole time. One of them is just jean shorts. Another one is like it's it's got like a, a colorful Parker type thing. And the third one is Dexy's oh. Midnight Runner. Well he's got like overalls in yeah, one. Yeah, no, he's got overalls right. and a red handkerchief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah red yeah. red yeah. bandana. Uh, like so it's literally the Dexy's Midnight Runner outfit from uh Come on Eileen, the film clip. Right. Uh, okay. I haven't seen it, sorry. What do you mean you have it? It's, it's iconic. Guys are psychopaths. After Nicolas Cage is working out. And by the way, not, uh, it's hard because not a single one of these scenes goes anywhere. Yeah. No. Like they all cut kind of like they, it, it cuts in a way where it's like, it's, it's like someone going like, yeah, that was, that was the joke. Like everyone, every scene is like, what if this happened? And then no one laughs and they go, all right, I guess, I guess we'll go to the next scene. But like that, that was pretty funny though. Just, I kind of feel like ever written in to suggest a half hour comedy and Mark said nah because we're just repeating gags reference this episode to him because he picked this yeah. that's all we can do yeah I love it I love it so much <laughs> I, I also think that like I'm not sure if cutting was like had just come out but like whoever, <laughs> whoever the director was like alright we're gonna utilize the fuck out of cuts <laughs> and like because every scene was like 30 set like maybe 30 to 40 seconds it long. was like a fever dream yeah it honestly was like a month like i don't know it was insane like, i reckon last week we did ncis and i reckon total not in that i reckon we definitely well, did last i reckon week. total in that episode i reckon there was seven scenes tops yeah. this one i reckon there was about 15 yeah honestly there was there was, was 48 minutes show and it was probably 55 cuts <laughs> like it was honestly insane so then the girls talk. This is another great gag. For two seconds. This yeah. was like a two minute oh, scene. Oh, women just scene. represented so well in this. They're just putting on lipstick. Yeah, it, it cuts to them putting on lipstick. And I, I assume one of them says something. It's pretty quick. <laughs> I didn't have time to Honestly, like two to five seconds. I looked yeah. at, I like tried to go back to it. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> so it cuts from the guy working out, goes straight to some girls doing makeup. Boom, quick cut from that. It was like, it was like I think we've done the it. The joke yeah, yeah. women be makeup yeah, yeah, Women be shopping. They be shopping. Then we get to the point in the episode where I think this is where this 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 show really hits its stride. I disagree completely. So we meet we meet the uh, the worker in the convenience yes! store. Yes, he talks like the count from uh, Sesame yeah, Street. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yep. Um, he's heavily Jewish. I would say. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, wow. Like. Like he's he's a stereotype of a Jewish yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like he says chuyve. Yeah, like, he does. I didn't get that at all. What did you get from him then? Middle Eastern. Oh, I got tra- uh, Transylvanian, like the Count. Okay, the I don't the, think Transylvanians. I don't think the Count's Jewish. The Count's definitely Jewish. It's just been Passover, Mark. Pick <laughs> yeah. your time. No, but you see, and also there's that bit in Sesame Street where he shows his knob, and it's <laughs> circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> that is an iconic scene. Yeah. He he goes. He's counting. Hey, Big Bird. He, he's counting all the other uh, the other Muppets knobs. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, like eight to two. <laughs> well, he's counting size. No, eight no. to two. Eight eight circumcised, two uncircumcised. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. who else is Jewish? Bert and Ernie aren't Jewish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. And that's canon. <laughs> um, 
And there's that, they go into that a that lot on the so show. Chewy. And Big Bird yeah. isn't named Big Bird because it's a big bird. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> tiny ass pecker. It's freaking tiny. Wait, I'm just, I reckon Bert's Jewish. I'm sorry. What makes you think he's Jewish? I don't mean to call the Jew, play the Jew card. Yeah. But he just feels like family to me. He orders a bagel with a lot. Um, <laughs> with a schmear. Yeah, he he. that's that scene where he he's schmearing his bagel and the count pulls down his pants <laughs> and he points to it and he goes, and he goes, five, hi, hi, hi. Because by that point he was up to, that was Four, the fifth. Yeah. He, he started on himself. Yeah. So he pointed to him and he said, one, hi, hi, hi. Then he went up to Gordon and he pointed to To be fair, his. they're American, so they're all second-sized. Gordon? Gordon? Gordon's the black guy that, like, runs the store. Yeah. Right. So and you you fully see his knob in the pilot episode. But the pilot they're episode American, of, they almost be circumcised. Uh, surprisingly not Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Why? Too big. It's too big. Well, there's no there's no skin on the nose. Yeah, there's no skin. But he's on got the... a he's got skin on the dick. Yeah, it's 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 a real skin show down there. <laughs> They're just like hula hooping with the foreskin. It's crazy, man. And um, you can't hula hoop with foreskin. With his, you can. And uh, Oscar the Grouch was one of those ones where like they had to circumcise him because that shit was dirty down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And he got straight up infections yeah, and stuff. So many. Infections. I swear to God, this is all explained Cannon. in the yeah. first episode of Sesame Street. Like it's. <laughs> The the show began, <laughs> like the it, this show became what it became now a, a great show, but it began as the plot of Sesame Street was: can we get this 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 Dracula to count penises? <laughs> Are they going to let us do that? And they put it to air, and everyone's like, this "Yeah." This before they went on HBO too. This was before HBO. This was when they were on PBS, and that stood for penis B. <laughs> penis B skinned. Penis be skinned, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you are right. It was penis be skinned, and that meant that was circumcised. Yeah. And there was there was there was some that were uncircumcised. Well, that's because they had to hit the market. You know what I mean? Like Why they were like, Ernie we can't we can't discriminate. Uh, Ernie, yeah. his parents just didn't believe in it. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Elmo doesn't have a dick. Yeah, Elmo. Yeah, that's Elmo's fucked. Plastic. You know that Elmo there. is a girl. What? No, he isn't. It's apparently Elmo's a girl. Well, that, ex- that explains that first episode. Yeah, it's because he doesn't have a dick. So you're like, oh, shit. I'm going to you know what? This, but I'm pretty sure Elmo's a girl. That was a huge like thing that they should have. like The first episode, I was like, what is with that? It yeah. makes sense, too, because if Elmo's not a girl, then you really just got out Elmo's a fucking Ken dolling down there. Yeah, I thought that. I was like, Elmo, you Ken doll, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a boy or a girl. Does it just say he's a fucking Muppet? <laughs> nah, he's male. Oh, but then shit. The, the only... Girl, one is Abby Cadabby then, which is stupid. Who's Abby Cadabby? Is that like that one that's always hanging about top, talking about shopping and stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. She's so boring. She's putting on lipstick 24-7. Oh, she puts on sh- lipstick, shocking. talks about shopping. She talks about how she's going to die alone one day. But she is circumcised. She is, yeah. <laughs> so we're back. We're back. Wait, do women talk about how they're going to die alone someday? Dude, in this episode of this show, yes, of uh, the best of times, we do have Lisa. a scene yeah. where Lisa goes into a monologue about how that she's scared she'll die alone. Did you not watch this episode? As a teenager, well, I feel like you didn't at this stage, but as a teenager, I was terrified of dying alone. Mm. Mm. As a single 30-year-old, I'm fine. <laughs> You're a bit of a Lisa. After all this, we're getting to the... So, so far in the episode, we've been introduced to a lot of people and we get introduced at the start by basically they tell you their character traits and then you think, oh, cool, they'll expand on that this throughout the episode. 
And at no point do no, they. No, they just keep repeating them. Yeah. Yeah, you've got the ladies' man who's on the phone nonstop. You've got Nicolas Cage who works out nonstop. You've got three <laughs> three girls who just do their makeup the entire episode. And that's... And by entire... It cuts back and forth. Yeah. And, but I, like, when you say, like, it, like, that's the show, it just cuts back and forth, but their, their makeup scenes are five to 10 seconds long. Yeah. So they have like 30 seconds. Honestly, the way that they did it is they filmed the entire episode and then they went to, like, you know, send it off to the station and they were like, they were just re watching the first scene and they're like, oh, fuck, we introduced three women in this episode? <laughs> shit, shit. Okay, put them in the makeup room. Get them to their makeup. That was actually them just getting ready. Yeah, to yeah. Go on let's the just show. film that shit. Yeah, yeah. They just had camera. the footage. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> they're definitely going to say something funny, right? And they're just putting up their makeup, being like, oh, man, I just. Life's pointless, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we're all going to die I one day. I can't believe we signed up for this shit. <laughs> so we get to. We get to the bit in this episode where I think shit starts to get wild because up to this point, it's pretty, it's like a sketch show. And I guess it's, and I guess at this point they're like, we can do better. So they introduce the count character. He's circumcised. That's canon. <laughs> he pulls out his dick at one point. He points to it. And he, said, he said, hey kids, just wanted to, I just wanted to round you guys up. I'm going to be counting the, the knobs. <laughs> yeah. Women, go over there, do your makeup. Yeah. Um, be Elmo's, it's cool. Yeah, you straight up Elmo, <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm counting the knobs. Cage pulls his out. It, it blows everyone's yeah. mind. Be- yeah. Not because it's big, because it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crooked. <laughs> it's, it's crooked. And that's why... That's it's crooked, what I man. think that it's really safe to assume that Nicolas Cage has a weird dick. Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's a very safe assumption. Well, he has a crooked dick. And so he, it's also he wanted his legs... He wanted it's, his legs <laughs> it's half circumcised, but down the middle. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's circumcised one. Can you like do those that? Like people that cut their tongues. I don't see why you can't do that. I reckon you could. You know well, those people have to, that like... Yeah, cut, cut down. their tongues and then their tongues both work yeah, independently. That if I marry a, if up. I marry a Jewish woman, I'm going to be like our son has to have a half up. <laughs> <laughs> I want both our cultures represented. You'd have to like snip down and then around. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you'd have to. Yeah, instead of just around, it's a way harder job. No, well, surely, but, they, like you've got surely, a scalpel. Surely that's how they do it anyway. No, they just go. Don't they? No, no, no. They. It's like a scalpel. You'd have it's to go scalpel. down still to get to the around. Yeah, and he's right. No, 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 the way no, no, that no, I no, imagine no, no. it happening, you're going down and right around, so you just stop. Wait, why? Okay, away, okay. Right? I mean, yeah. we are talking about let's in this scenario we're talking <laughs> it's a about circumcision. No, in this say. in this scenario we're talking about a man who decides at the age of thirty three and a half yeah. that he wants to get circumcised. Uh-huh. We're, we're not talking about a baby dick here. Okay, so the way I think that you circumcise is I feel like it's just like it's like you you slap it down on like a on like a cutting like a cold board slab. on a cold slab and then you kind of you you pull out the foreskin and then just do a chop and then just just straight up chop that's how you reckon you do it I how promise else? you they do it surgically with a scalpel like yeah well then just do a slit with a scalpel but just like you'd pull you'd pull it all in forward like, you reckon you, and you get one of those things. away from your bod you yeah. get a meat cleaver right just- well I would first what what they do first is they get you know when you like reseal your bread and you have that like <laughs> yeah, that, that plastic yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so gross so they get the foreskin and they they, they bread clip it and that's that's the medical term. Yeah, the bread. <laughs> the, the doctor will go uh, uh, scalpel, scalpel. I'm administering the bread clip, <laughs> and then <laughs> and they literally just get them off packs yeah, of bread. Yeah, they're I'll, not made special. They're like, uh, can you go out to the shops and get uh, four loaves of Helga's? And <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I wonder why, because I'm feeling naughty. Yeah. 
Uh, and then and then I just reckon they just slice. Dude, the fact that you're not a doctor is so surprising. It is wild. You could fucking be so good at being a doctor. All, all you know, I'm saying is- You know a hospital could save so much money if they just surgically remove people's well, here's the thing about like, could, You could um, circumcise my kid if you want. Yeah, but like- I'm going to make that promise Bread now. clips are pretty sick because like no matter what the, the thing is- Because you can is, fit heaps of foreskin in there. Well, no, like even if you're doing like a-, like a, like a Thing where you have to like cut out someone's appendix, just bread clip it after you're done, and that will stop the blood. Yeah, no doubt. And then just seal them up yeah. with bread clips. <laughs> and job done, baby. You know those like chip clips? Oh, that's getting advanced. Yeah, you could get one of them. It was a chip clip. It's like rich people have them. They're like those plastic things that like are, but they're bigger. They're oh, much I have bigger. Heaps yeah. of them. You have them? And like yeah. you can have like yeah. long ones or short ones. You have ones. them currently now? Yeah, I've got I've got them in my back pocket. I've got them you on my pants. I use pegs. I use the same pegs I use for the clothing. Line. I don't I don't dry my clothes with pegs because I'm an adult. I just put them in the dryer. Well, that's I feel bad like for it's the more. I feel like it's more adult to let the sun do it. Yeah, no, no, definitely. No, no, no. I pay someone to do that. I, I, I but and I don't know who. <laughs> no, he is the environment either. pays. So me what to I do, do it. what I do is I I have a I have a guy, and I basically leave money somewhere on the street. I put it under a rock. Different okay. areas, same area. Uh, I've got three different areas, and it it depends. So it's so, three different people. Well, I I I don't know, but I assume because they do very different jobs. So I can put it in this one area, and um, I'll get mugged. Like like. So what happens if if I put it there? Instantly, like I get a rock to the back of the head. I wake up like three days later. And the clothes. Why have you done that more than once? Well, because I thought it was. Like, I'll tell you the other two, and then you might understand. Okay. And so another one, I'll put it there. Nothing okay. happens. And then Do you the go third back one, and there's still the money. There? It's just gone. All right. Nothing happens in that one. The third under one, a rock though. Still. Yeah, yeah. You got to put it under a rock. Third one, I put it there, <laughs> and then a week later, I'll come home and all my clothes are folded and clean in your cupboard. In my cupboard, and it's, it's an immaculate job. <laughs> are they? Are they put in? Do you put them in the washing machine? No, I don't do anything. Right. So basically, I put it under that rock. Yeah. And then I'll just come home so and everything. So, so you're just losing money to someone, but Jin just does all the laundry. Who? <laughs> so I'm just I, imagining her coming out every day to get the laundry, but underneath the rock, just rolling her eyes. I don't put the laundry he under put, the he rock. He puts the money. See, this is where you're getting. Yeah, he puts the I money, put the money under the rock. How big is the rock? No, no, no. Well, it's still a big rock. Okay. Okay, so that's a big You part could of put job. the laundry under there. You, honestly. <laughs> You'd be doing me Wait, a favor. How does, how does he get the laundry? He enters your apartment. Oh, that's what it's I so don't know. It's so rude that I assume it's a man. Women can do laundry too. That's true. That's true. Well, the, see. 2021. It is. It is. And so that's. You know what? I, Women should be doing the laundry. <laughs> you know, my clothes are fucking filthy. <laughs> okay. And the other rocks, basically, I, I get mugged or nothing happens. Um, Again, why have you retried the mug rock? Because the rock, because it changes. Sometimes <laughs> if I put it in the other, if I put it in the, so it was like this streak that I had like two times. I put it under rock number three, I call it. Um, and clothes got washed perfectly fine. Third time mugged. <laughs> so I swapped rock. So I did a rock swap. I went to rock one, put it under, nothing happened. Okay. I'm like, this is weird. Put it under rock two, clean clothes. So I'm like, okay, they've swapped rocks. I go back to rock three, mugged. Okay. Go to rock two. Mugged. Rock one, mugged. That was three mugs in a row. <laughs> that was a bad you mug. You think at that me. point you'd learn to do laundry? No, because then I went back to rock one. <laughs> clean laundry. 
So it, there's no system to it. Do you, go, what do, I'm struggling do you go to the same time every day? Time. It's that's a, it's a, a really good point. That's scientific and that's good. Um, no. So I, I, right. I, I do, I'll do 7 a.m. rock one. If I get mugged, I'll go 8 a.m. rock one. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I did 24 hours of mugged. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was every, I'd get mugged, I'd wake up. <laughs> at Rock on, One? At Rock One. Right. Um, so that, that happened. And then I went to Rock Three, mugged for six hours, clean clothes for two. Yeah, right. Okay. So there's just no system. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why I think it's so hard in this day and age to do laundry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair enough. Because you just never know what you're going to get. Well, that's the that's thing. exactly what Forrest Gump said. Yeah. Yeah, he said it's, it's life is like what you I'm not putting my laundry under the rock, Cassie. See, this is why you the don't laundry's, get... The laundry's still at home. I'm putting the money under the rock. And I must stress that they're not just mugging the money I'm putting under the rock. They're taking, they're once taking they, way more from once, it. Once he's, once he's been hit in the head with the rock, yeah. they take the money and his wallet. Because it's a scientific experiment. So I have to go out there with wads of Wait, cash. Wait, so you're being tested still? So you're in a... I assume someone's testing <laughs> yeah, me. Right. Yes, I do assume someone's testing me because because something's got to give. Yes, because why would it go on? Why does it keep going? Yeah, exactly. That's what I keep saying. Yeah. And I stopped for a while and I just got... I, I checked my mailbox and there was a letter there that said, keep going. <laughs> with a tiny rock in there. The rock was holding the letter. You wouldn't believe it. I put money under there. Mugged. <laughs> mugged. Instantly. It was crazy. Uh, all right. So. I'm really sorry for my off mic cough, everyone. That was really gross. Uh, you know, it happens. It happens. So we, we're, we've met the man. The guy who has no foreskin. And uh, he's been he's the shop owner. <laughs> he's a shop owner. When, with a we, Kyle? Oh, yeah. He has no foreskin. I forgot where we got to on that. And, um, and Crispin Club comes in with a bottle. <laughs> and he says, he says, do you take a refund for this bottle? He says, yes. Gives him like a, 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 a dime, a, a nickel. A dime, yeah. He's like, like don't that. go spending it all at once. Bit of a gag. Yeah. Then all the, the, the gang comes in. They have a thousand bottles. At max, they have a hundred. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a thousand bottles de- in it is an insane A lot of bottles. When you said that, I was like, I'm not sure, but sure. But the I gag, didn't count them. The gag is that they have a lot of a bottles. A lot. They have a lot. And he's basically like, hey, you're bringing all these bottles to me? <laughs> I didn't wow, sell you. Wow, that I, feels so racist. I didn't sell you these. Like he was like, these aren't all mine. Yeah. So obviously the return policy is like it's where you bought it from. Okay. And so this is and he 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 tells them a bit here that their generation's useless. All they care about is rock and roll. He sex, has, drugs, and rock and he roll. He has again. a gag here where he says, um, all you guys think about is sex, drugs, and some what because the gag is, he says, I think about that too. But whenever I talk about sex to my wife, she takes drugs and aspirin. And aspirin, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody laughs. Yeah. Then, it's just good that somebody laughs. Yeah. And then he says, like, I'm not going to take these bottles. And they're like, you got to take the bottles. We need money for drugs, <laughs> is what they say. And then all of a sudden, they pick up the bottles and start blowing into them. Well, he sa- they, they discuss, like, he's like, we're we're not gonna leave, and he's. It comes back to that rock and roll part where you like where he doesn't say it, and then he, then he brings something about music gets brought up, and then they start making sounds. So everyone starts blowing into their bottles, then and then some people get like 
nerd packets. N- nerd packets. Or like packets of like things, like cardboard Shaky boxes. Things. Yeah, with like, and you know, rice in there. Yeah. Pic- Percussive motherfuckers. Yeah. Nicholas Cage psychotically looks at the camera while boinging something. Yeah. He's got a real <laughs> boing going. Yeah, he's got a boing so going. It's good to know he was always a psycho. Isn't he's it? absolutely terrifying in this scene because he's boinging. <laughs> and another guy has a very small, like, not like. Dick. <laughs> and that that's established in the counting section. Um, <laughs> he has a small dick, but he also does have a small guitar. Thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's way smaller than a ukulele. Yeah, it's, too, it's too small. It is too small. <laughs> and this is the first time in this episode that everyone breaks out in song and dance. Uh, and it's not the last time. It's not. There's, there's three instances, I will say, in this, four instances maybe, where there are songs. So I, th- I think because this ep- I think I can't go scene by scene in this episode because I'll die. Yeah, yeah, that's what I keep saying. So I think it's time to talk about the four musical numbers in this episode. I begged for us not to go scene by scene. I begged. You both said it's the only way to do it. It's the only way well, to do it. That's me. definitely not what I said. You all kicked me. <laughs> I kicked you, but that was because... <laughs> Because you were on the money where the rock was that he was like where the guy was trying to get his laundry. And Huge twist. To be fair, I was kicking you to show off my new kicking skill. <laughs> and I was annoyed that no one complimented me on it, actually. It wasn't that Look, great. it did hurt. Yeah. That's what that's what I've been aiming to do. Well, that's what kicking does. So musical number one happens in in the in convenience the store. store. Yeah, the convenience store. They're shaking things. And whenever they're shaking things, everyone's looking at the camera and smiling in a way that you think they're going to murder you. Oh, yeah. It's (laughs) terrifying. Anytime they look into the camera is haunting. Yeah. And there's a beat in the background. Yeah. And then there are also like extras in all the. It's a real, like it's a literal musical number where everyone will start dancing. Yes. Like dancing, singing, a little bit of singing starts, and then extras pop in who get a bit of screen time. Like even like flash mobs. Even like, yeah, like exactly. And And this is before flash mobs. Yeah. did they start is the flash Is this possibly mob? the first flash mob? How? It's weird that this show started PowerPoint and the flash mob, but the show never came, came to Yeah, and Nicolas Cage. Remember when everyone was like, flash mobs are cool? I don't remember ever feeling that way, no. I, never, I don't know if I felt it, but like there was a, there was a wave going around. And if you, weren't, if you weren't at least looking at flash mob videos on YouTube, like what were you doing with your life? I don't think life? I ever have. Improv Everywhere was one of them. I don't know. And it was always like shit. Imagine thinking flash mobs were cool. Like not like not in a joking way, like being like this is actually sick because we're dancing in public and I don't everyone's think like that why I are they know dancing? Anyone in who ever thought it was cool because I wouldn't be their friend. <laughs> and that's well, how I know. Well, I, I it's not that I thought it was cool. It's just that like the rush you would get when you were with like so Mark's done a couple of flash mobs is what I'm hearing. Yeah, like, sure. I've done like 50 to 60. <laughs> sure. Did one yesterday. Okay. Well, the thing is about flash mobs now, no one expects them because of COVID. <laughs> and that, honestly, I was flash mobbing so hard in COVID. So I would get 60 to 70 of my unmasked friends and we would, we would go into a place, we'd all be wearing masks and then we'd rip them off and we would flash mob and we'd spit in each other's <laughs> mouths. <laughs> And we'd be we'd just be flash mobbing like crazy, dude. And that's it. That's the actual thing. It's just flash mob, no mask. No, we 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 and we'd be yelling. We'd be yelling. You've taken our rights away. Yeah. That's the, the virus thing. isn't that's, real. That's thing. I saw I saw the one that was at uh, Washington, and I was like, oh, that's a huge yeah. flash mob. Yeah. That was 
a really huge flash mob yeah. and also just really well org- okay i guess flash mobs are cool and i'm proud that i organized that <laughs> dude we're I, all proud i wasn't q not no, well, I went by that as for a little while, and I I thought it was just a funny mix of letters. You yeah. know that big documentary at the moment trying to figure out who QAnon is. Yeah. They're just going to show up any moment in the living room and be like, "It's that guy," and then they're going to walk out. Yeah, and I just thought I thought like because I you know I love improv everywhere. Mm. Yeah, how they do flash mobs. Always been hugely into it. I love it, and I thought, what better flash mob than if we all get together? And we go to the Capitol and we go inside there. Some of us will wear costumes, some of us won't. And they wouldn't let us all in. And the worst thing about it was, so the guy with the with the boombox that was going to, we were, we were going to do Gangnam Style. <laughs> and it was going to be, and like, so w- that was our plan. So we were all going to get in there and everyone's like, and like, lock her up, lock her up, uh, show us the, the receipts. I think that was something. And we were going to, that was all a joke. And then we were going to go. And then I was going to say, I was going to say, whoa, this is a good room, Whopper Gangnam Style. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it wasn't clever. I'll admit that. Um, And then the guy with the boombox was going to hit Whopper. Whopper Gangnam Style. And it was. was, How heavily was Sai involved? Well, the thing about Sai was not involved. It was. Oh. It was was a sponsored content. Sponcon. Sponcon. Um, I had I'd I'd met up with the guys at from Charmin at Hungry Taper Jacks, at right. Hungry Jacks, and I'd said mm. I've said you guys are aware. huge because Hungry Jacks doesn't exist in the US. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why it was such. They really yeah, wanna, but they uh, hit was the that was market. that flash mob in, on the news in Australia? Yeah, true, true. So basically, they and they wanted they wanted <laughs> to hit the market. I had a meeting with the with the CEO, and I said, Excuse, "Hello, Mister uh, Hungry." Um, <laughs> Are you aware? You didn't refer to him by his last name, Jack. Jack. No, no. <laughs> Misconception. You mean his first name, Mr. Hungry. His name is Mr. Hungry. And Jack Hungry? His name is Jack Hungry. And so I, I, I'm not on first name basis yeah, with him. Yeah. I said Mr. Hungry. You're a very yeah. respectful guy. Yeah. You always have been. Are you familiar with the work of uh, Mr. Weird Al Yankovic? And he was like. Yankovic. I said bitch. And he said, and he said, he said, it's Yankovic. And I said, debatable. So we debated that for about 45 minutes. Glad to be a fly on the wall. Once that debate was over, I was like, well, you know how he always finds funny parodies and he'll always put food in there. And he's like, I love it. Eat it. The list goes on. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you know, Gangnam Style. And he's like, great song. And I'm like, Whopper Gangnam Style. (laughs) Mr. Hungry. And he's like, motherfucker. (laughs) Do you have the rights to that song? And I said yes. <laughs> now what? this this at this point I will point out that was a lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was the, I was at the time. I was at the time it was a lie and to this day still a lie. <laughs> Sai was not on board. Continues to not be on board. It continues so I was going there and I so I was gonna say Whopper Gangnam style. We were gonna pull out burgers. And we were going to gang. And this was all to specifically <laughs> advertise through the news to Australians. Through the news to Australians. And maybe maybe Americans, they, they'd get a kick out of it. They still have but a Whopper burger in America. It's just Burger King, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was going to, it was, it was, it was a great equalizer. Like everyone was going to get that joke. And like it played, it played two ways because Whopper, they were going to hold Whoppers. Yeah. And then yeah. Gangnam style, they're all, gonna, they're all in a gang at the current time. It was a flash yeah. mob, but currently called gangs. And they're all, you know, it's styling. It yeah. had levels. It and, was layered. And, and the worst thing about it is... The boombox didn't get the in. The boombox didn't get in. Okay, so <laughs> there's a music number going on. 
it's not Whopper Gangnam style, but it's 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 beats and people are people are dancing around the Singing, convenience dancing, store. Yeah. Everyone's grabbing stuff and they're they're like looking down the camera and dancing and shaking their their little cagey butts. Going down the aisles, like shaking and tambourining with any instrument they can find in there. And while that's happening, the convenience store owner's going, What what is happening? This is wild. That's the first musical number. Yep. The second musical number comes halfway through the episode where at some point Crispin Glover says getting a job. And this is true. He says getting a job as a teen is hard. You need experience. He made an observation that's made constantly. Yeah. yeah. You need an experience to get yeah. a job, but you can't get He's a get, smart guy. You can't get that it? experience. Is it? You can repeat an observation that's made constantly. Hell yeah. Because teens, we get it. As a teen, yeah. I, as a teen, I'm fully I got aware. that at that point. As yeah. a teen, I got my first job when I was 13. Yeah, yeah. And you needed experience to get that job. And that's that's kind of where this comes from. And then he said, well, we can do a, a, a car wash. And this cut into, you'd assume working at the car wash. No, they, they did nine to five here. They did. They it did was, nine to five. It was a musical mm-hmm. number. This was probably my favorite of the musical scenes. Like you had the whole car wash vibe. You had a good Dolly Parton song. You, yeah. I don't know how they got the rights to it. I don't think they did. I think they just did it. <laughs> She's a nice lady. She probably just was like, I won't say anything. A lot I of, guess I, I never read. She never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they're doing a car wash. They're jumping up on cars. They're Nicholas, not washing shit. Nicolas Cage is wearing a Dexy's Midnight Runner outfit. I still think it's so wild that he did that, but it's, this one it's they weird. Actually, this one they actually had some choreography, like with like the twirling of like the washcloths and like yeah. they're like and they were filling bums. up a lot of the cars yeah. as well, yeah. which they, seemed weird. That's yeah. not what you do at a car wash. No, they were filling them up with soap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were vacuuming them though as well. Like I, I think it was just an all in all like we'll fill your car up with soap and vacuum yeah. it for <laughs> you. Vacuum the interior. you know the normal car wash. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and a lot of the. Dance I have a numbers. group on for one of those. All of the dance numbers would start with Crispin talking or someone talking to the camera, and then all of a sudden the rest of the cast would come in from the side mm. and they'd start a musical number. And I never really I didn't I don't really appreciate it. I was enjoying his monologue. I was like, this is something no one's ever said before. <laughs> this is a unique yeah, this thought. This is a new concept. I relate so heavily to this, but I've never heard a voice. I've never. And then the next dance. So I've never heard anyone brave enough. We got nine to five. Everyone's at the car wash doing car wash stuff. Then we, the next dance number came when... It always starts with a really weird monologue. This one, the next dance number started yeah. when Crispin Glover started talking about his dad. And he was saying that his dad works so hard. His dad works every night of the every day every of the day week. Every day of the week, yeah. He comes home so quiet. And then on Friday night, his mum will say to his dad, you've earned this rest. Oh, yeah, this is the most sexist fucking yeah. monologue. Sit down and have the rest. But then the next morning, she gives him, she tells him to redo the wallpaper. Yeah. Gives him all women be Go All they shopping. do, all women do is sit around a week, be shopping, be doing their makeup, and then they ask the husbands to do all the hard work. Yeah, it's pretty much. Go it. fix the cabinets. And then he says, that's why we have to do chores. Chores, mm-hmm. In order to support our support fathers, our fathers. Well, not even support. It's like learn to be a father later yeah. in life. It's yeah, God, this whole thing was so sexy. You have yeah. to do chores, and then one day you'll be a father. And so that's then, how it happened. That's how babies are made. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so then you it, do enough chores. Yeah, yeah. You just get a baby. Yeah, this, they just hand you one. Yeah. But then the next dance and song number happens from the chores. So it starts off with everyone doing chores, and the chores are like 
Mowing the lawn. Mowing the lawn, washing a car. Yeah, Nick Cage Cage throws like a newspaper over a house and the old dude waiting for it's like, oh boy. But then this (laughs) this is this is a weird one because it's like they didn't decide what they wanted from this song. So like they do chores for about ten seconds in this song and then all of a sudden they're on go-karts. Yeah, they're just playing sports. And they're playing sports. It was a fever dream, this entire thing. And Throughout the whole background in this song, there's screaming <laughs> in the entire background of this song. Like it's supposed to be cheering, but it goes for a three minute song. So it just kind of becomes screaming <laughs> while they do like bumper cars. Bumper cars, Nick Cage gets pulled over by, by a police officer in the bumper car thing. Yeah. The old police officers that do the bumper car route. Yeah. 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 They like tackle each other a lot. Like they're playing football, but Frisbee, without a ball. Yeah. It's weird. This show is fucking wild. And then. So then that's three song numbers in 40 minutes. But then they got the last one, which begins with... Um, this This monologue's not by Crispin. This is by, a, I think it's Jill, where she talks about the fact that teenagers like denim. Oh, oh my yeah. fucking God. This was prob- prob- yeah. possible. It's like a heartbreaker song. Yeah, but but she, she talks to the camera and she's like, basically like, us teens in the 80s, we're reclaiming denim. We're taking denim Where back. Where did denim go? I thought denim was huge Denim's, in the seventies. Oh my god! Everyone's always worn denim, yeah. and then she's like, "The pilgrims wore denim, but it was or like cheap back then. It was cheap. Back Whereas then. now, I'm paying eighty dollars for a pair of jeans. Yeah, and then I don't. Which know, honestly is well priced jeans at this point. Yeah, but she's basically saying like, we made denim popular, and now because They're the kids it. are wearing it, we're getting exploited by adults who make it fashionable. And the fashion brands yeah, make her, us buy it. Her logic didn't make sense. It's pretty. If teens choose to wear denim, the price is going to go up, bitch. But then we cut to Crispin Glover buying jeans that turns into a dance number where everyone's singing Heartbreaker and it doesn't make any it sense. It makes no sense. No. And he's also got like French lady like um, being like, oh, you need to try these jeans. And then like, Ed, then the song goes breaks out further and she's like stop doing that and then like it yeah. just like stops a little and, bit and it's and, like and he gets like all the girls in the episode like pin him down yeah, at one point they and sexualize like, the shit and, like, out of him and start like touching him and stuff it's a wild show man yeah. this show it's honestly it's fucked yeah it but is strange it can't pick a lane well this is this is kind of the point of the show so we have the sketch comedy element which the jokes never land then we have musical numbers which leave you feeling funny and then the weirdest thing that this show does is every now and then they'll have like a really zany bit where like Nicolas Cage will be like working out and the joke is that he's a jock. And then it will just cut to, I think it did it two or three times. Once it cut to one of the girls who straight, nothing else happens, but she looks at the camera and goes, I'm scared I'm going to die alone. Yeah. And then it's just like, "What? hey, wait. And then she's like, I don't know, like I've got friends now and like I, I, I'm just worried that I'm going to go to college and no one will be there for me and I kind of will never find a lane and then eventually I'm just going to die and be by myself and then and then straight cut to the next scene. And you see, this gag. is where they were trying to, the whole skins thing, if people don't talk about how dark it is to be a teenager. Yeah, but they were just like- But there's just, been no teenagers yeah. consulting on this show. But there was no yeah. context. It was well, like- and then, and then later on in the episode, it cuts to Nicolas Cage on the beach. Yeah. And he's talking to the camera and he's basically like, have you heard about the war? I don't want to go to the war. My dad wants me to enlist. And if I don't enlist- He's like, he's like, oh, I won't have to enlist if I get really good grades, but 
I've never been good at school. It's interesting too he like, because no. he's talking about the um, civil war in El Salvador, possibly. Maybe. Um, which my minor at uni was Latin American history, so I know about. Otherwise, I didn't think it was that prominent a war. No, I, I didn't know about the war. No, I, I didn't never. think anyone knew about the war. But it's um, like my dad went to war. And he's like, one th- and he's like, whenever I talk, whenever I ask him about it, his eyes glaze over and he looks really sad. Yeah, it's so like basically, super dark. He, then he's like, the one good thing about it, though, supposedly chicks dig it. Also, like, which war would his dad have been in? Because he's Korea. He, oh, Korea! I was about to say because yeah. he couldn't do World War Two or yeah. Vietnam. He yeah. basically said, like, yeah, my dad got severe PTSD. Yeah, and pretty he much. won't talk about the war, and yet he still wants me to fight in the war. I and then he's just like looking at the camera, being like, I don't want to go to war, yeah. man. Sounds. I, I I don't I don't see the point. And you're like, what? This the is what, so these people Go who write this show, these people who write this show are like teenagers, they're funny, they're goofy, they break out into song, but they also think about war and dying alone a lot. But it's, it, it's so, it's doing it in a sketch show format is mental. It yeah. really is. It's jarring. It's upsetting. If they're going to do this, if they're going to be like, this is an accurate representation of like a teenager, you can't have the musical numbers. Yeah, because generally, because that's not they're what not doing a whole choreograph number to nine to five. So you can you can do little gags. You can do the sketches, sure. If you want to do the if you want to do like this is a teen experience having like funny moments, like juxtaposed with sad moments again, like Skins, like Skins. Sure, sure. It's like a sketch show Skins, which by the way, it plays terribly. It doesn't work. Yeah, no, don't but, do it. But the dance numbers are just so out of the ordinary and they just they none of them made sense and they felt really really weird and also like the work (laughs) think about Nicolas Cage having to learn like fully choreographed dance for his first ever TV role and like he's like he's like got this role it's like his first ever role it's like okay it's going really well oh it's like a musical that that's fun and like oh cool now I want you to talk about your shell-shocked dad and the fact that you don't go to war and he's like oh yeah no that's gonna play weird um should I do my rest the rest of my character insane and they're like yeah sure (laughs) but you know he was immediately into it yeah but the thing with every other show that balance like about teens that balances like the darker side with humor is it's more them making humorous comments about things that are happening to them. Yeah. It's, so it's integrated. This show is like, we laugh now, we cry now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much just giving you a high, then a low, then a high, then a low. Okay, so so you've got the dark scenes. You've got the funny scenes, I guess. You've got the musical yeah, numbers. Yeah, funny is a strong word. But then you just have like weird bits. Like, yeah, like, like the girls doing makeup. The girls doing makeup, but you've also got this weird bit where... I think it's Honestly, Jill. the jeans rant is lost well, on me. Yeah, the jeans rant. What's that supposed that to That was exist weird. In? But you've also got Jill talking about her teacher. No, Lisa. Lisa talking about her teacher yeah. who she's got on her bedside yeah, table. Yeah, she's on the phone and like she's got a photo of him. A photo of him on her bedside table. And her story is that her teacher told her off, but, yeah. but basically her teacher loves her and she loves... No, no, she thinks he loves her. Like he might for sure. But like the way she's describing it, it's like he said like, Lisa, you're a pest. But it was just like the way he said it. It was like the delivering the tone. You could tell like, you know, like I'm in in love with him and he's going to fall in love with me. Okay. How does she have the photo? Where did she get the photo? Where did she (laughs) get the photo? Yeah. It's it's a fucked up show. Like it's so far. And that, and that. I'm still so irrationally mad at Mark. I'm not. I'm rationally mad at Mark. But we haven't. We we've talked about the rationally. fact. We've got. We've talked about the fact that the 14 year old goes through a whole story arc. Basically, she wants to be in a band. She is in the band by the end of this episode. Okay, cool. They gave her a story arc. 
why did they throw in this teacher scene and then never talk about it again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this is just this is middle of the episode. It's because they wanted to give Lisa something. Yes, she had nothing. True. She had not. They were like, oh, she liked exercise. And they're like, we're like, you know what? Let's forget about that. Yeah, but they, they, they didn't they, even ever bring the exercise they, back. They brought up a diet at one point. She was like, I'm gonna diet. Oh and yeah, like, so you're diet. off the lettuce diet. And she's like, yeah. Now I'm eating like bread and water. Bread and water. And they're like, that sounds like a prison diet. And she said, like, and I'm guessing she named a famous prisoner at this point because she's like, yeah, it was created by blah 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 someone. Yeah. So there's all these weird moments. There's also a moment in this episode where Crispin starts trying to date another character. Jill, yeah, he starts to date Jill. And then there's also... But he brings... He doesn't even ever get to like... He doesn't ever fully state. He like... He does it literally like a child would. I guess they're teens. He's talking about his dream. Yeah, but he's also... He discusses the dream but never goes, I want to ask you out. Yeah. He never formally does that. He just like discusses the dream, floats around the context a little bit and then she's just like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to date you. <laughs> she kind of just gathers where he's going and she's like, yeah. yeah, no. Every one of these scenes takes place in less than 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. Oh, Every yeah, single like, scene is less than 30 so seconds. They're so fast that it, you feel like you're losing your Which, minds. like, let's talk about, like, the actual production of this show because, like, think about a lot of the pilot episodes we've done where, like, you, you've got, like, max two sets. Yeah, four scenes or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. A couple of scenes, a couple of sets. Yeah. This one has, like... 50 different sets, 50 different scenes, Car musical wash, numbers, store. dance numbers, yeah. the beach, the choreography, the, the, the fucking, the musical number in the, the car wash musical yeah. number has about 60 cars in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because and, 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 at the end, and those ones like that are beeping 40, their horns, yeah, 40 extras, yeah. all being trained to dance. Then they threw money on this show. Yeah. You've got a school dance at the end with... 50 extras then you've got like beach scenes every scene has at least one to two extras a lot of them they've taught to dance they must have hired a school at one point because they're at a school i legit thought i was like when this the first dance number in the shop started i was like oh wait are these all like talented drama kids like they like did you know like how like there are some drama kids who do like i guess a lot of them like come up in theater well maybe start in theater or do you know just drama where it's like you can sort of sing, you can dance, you yeah, can you act. Be a triple threat. Exactly, a triple threat. I was like, shit, is this like kind of like a triple threat show where like all of them can kind of sing? And then I was like, Nicolas Cage surely can't sing. I don't I don't think he and sings. He, and he, his I dancing was pretty I think like he screams. His yeah. dancing wasn't bad, but it wasn't he definitely, good. It's not as but good as dances, me doing though. a TikTok Yeah, that's dance. the thing. He did like do good dance, like relatively good dancing. He was front and center at the dance. That's the thing. When like the the car wash scene happened, he was they, dancing. They man. focused on him because like, like he had that's, like that's, that's like weeks of choreography yeah. that would have gone into like each of these dance numbers. And let's talk about the fucking um the chores dance number where they go to like nineteen different locations in that. Yeah, like what is going on? Who paid for this? And there's no way that paper towels paid for that. I reckon that Francis Ford Coppola paid for it because he's like, I got this nephew. Yeah, and he's like, listen, the kid's a dud. Sure, he's jacked. Yes, he can sing and dance. Yes, he's a, he's one of the, this generation's best actors, but he's a Do dud. You really it, feel is, that way? I, I don't, but I also respect his insanity. Yeah. Once we've spent basically I'm uh, all the money that you can spend on a show like this with 5,000 different locations, yeah. huge cast, huge yeah, dance like numbers. 30 people. Huge uh, music bills, I'm guessing, just to play Talking Heads, Dolly Parton. Like, you're spending a well, shit like ton of this. Well, huge songs, but yeah. Yeah, and just so much money on all of these things. 
it all culminates in the end is it's all going towards a school dance. Mm, yeah. And so we've done a ch- dog shit job explaining this, but it's, it's, it's a but wild, honestly, it's, it's crazy. You know way more than if you were to watch the episode. But there's throughout the whole thing, the band girl has wanted to be in a band. She, she secures the school dance. She's in the band. She plays the show. It's very much like it, it plays out kind of like ahead of its time, I guess it plays out like, the Back Johnny the Bo- Be Good scene yeah. in Back to the Future. Yeah, that's what I picked up Where, as well. like, she comes out and she kind of, like, just slays some, like, Chuck yeah, Berry and shreds. everyone's, like, dancing to her. And ridiculous. the weirdest thing about this is that it's this big school dance. Every single story has culminated in there. So you have the fact, <laughs> you have the fact that uh, Nicolas Cage uses that he's going to have to go to the war to get a woman. To pick up a chick. Yeah. Wild. You have she like, loves it though. You have the uh, you have the ladies' man. He ends up going on a date with the girl who dumped him, and they're at the dance together. You have uh, Crispin Glover and the girl that Jill. he wanted to ask out. They're there together. She has a rem- She has a dream about him, exactly the same dream. They go there together. You have the kid who's been working in the convenience store. He convinces the convenience store guy to cater yeah it. the snacks for free but then he's called loss leading or something but then he's there yeah which is bizarre yeah. so the convenience store guy is at the dance telling kids not to eat the food that he's brought which is insanity because he's it's just like loose potato chips yeah and everyone's getting cups and scooping up loose potato chips and he's going and he's like this ain't a meal yeah, yeah he's like, exactly stop eating this i've brought you this food but don't eat it and then he starts dancing when everyone else is dancing. And he's such a bizarre dancer. And then it just fucking ends. Yeah, it, it just does. dies. It That's just it. So ends. all this happens and then it just cuts to Crispin back in his room being like, well, I'm going to bed now. Good night. Yeah. And then the credits roll and my mind is gone. Because that was the best of times. Honestly, yeah. it, did my it, brain melted. How did they expect a second episode? What would have happened in the second episode? Like this was a mind fuck. That that's that's the thing. You think about it. What would have happened? Because that was the end of their year. School dancers are culminating at the end of the year. No, no, no. In America, you have school dancers like daily. Every single episode, that was a day. It's like it's the daily <laughs> dance. Um, we got to get it catered. Okay, we all have to get I, dates. I get think dates. someone has to go to war. Um, we <laughs> definitely have to talk about the fact we're all going to die alone. I mean, that's a given. Lisa has to I try and hit on a teach, on school a, teacher secretly. Seven that I can think of that happen in a school year that I can wow. think of just off the top of my head. There's and one there's for seven you. days a week, and yeah, so, yeah, know. yeah. So yeah, yeah, and a week is a year. So yeah, I mean that's just maths. That's just maths. And in the next episode, they like probably play like heaps of Beatles songs, heaps of Prince yeah. songs. I mean, they bought Cause, all cause, the songs yeah, they could. because they so. have all the money in the Michael world. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. All the money in the world. So basically, there's no structure to this entire thing, yet there is overarching plots. There's dance numbers. This has everything. So that It has le- everything and it has nothing. Were you about to just do Bill Hader? <laughs> this <laughs> has, has everything. everything. So that leads me on to the age-old question, Andy... What do you give the pilot episode? Oh, mate, to I got to run with times? I, I got to run with that guy who gave it a or girl who gave it a five point four. That person because it's a five point four. It's a five point. It's a what? no. It's a it's a fucking dismal two point two. Two point two. It's yes. it's the it just doesn't make sense. Point two five for the nine to five scene. You're giving this a point two five, the lowest rating you've ever given anything. What would be worse than this? I thought today I stopped and I thought, <laughs> was what you watched yesterday worse than MacGyver? Which I think I got a point, gave a point five. 
And I thought, yeah, you know what? I'd rather watch MacGyver. And that's huge for me to say because yeah. I'm still haunted from having to watch MacGyver. I've always died. <laughs> I'm going to give this a one. Um, and it's a it's a merciful one. Because, yeah, how are uh, you shocked by my rating? Well, uh, 2.25 is very low. I and think that's, that's the lowest anyone's th- ever given. That's yeah, only definitely is. for 9 to 5. 9 to 5 was tight. Um, Every song was pretty sick. All the except songs- for the, ch- not chores, but the Heartbreaker song was sick. Yeah, that was sick. And like all the dancing, the yeah. acting, yeah. Um, the meaningful messages yeah. when they would talk about how they're going to die alone. Look, they were, like, it, Look it, it's been it honestly about 10 years since I thought about the El Salvadorian Civil War. That's true. And we, we all might have to fight in that war. And, you know, yeah. why don't they do no wars one, in no good places go. like the French Riviera yeah. or, or Nice or, yeah. or, or, um, or the Bahamas, yeah. I think he yeah, said. Yeah, he did say the Bahamas. Yeah. I haven't been to El Salvador, but fuck, I assume it's nice. Yeah, that's strange, actually. Yeah. That leads us on to what we are doing next week. Cassie, what are we doing next week? I have next no idea. week's Cassie's Choice. So excited. Oh, we don't have a guest. No, oh, we don't have a guest. Okay. It's Cassie's Choice. And um, we will be doing Are You the One US? Are You the One? I don't know what that is. That is that a reality show? Yes. Yeah, Definitely so, sounds like it. So there's quite a few Are You the Ones. They've got the UK one, the US one, but there's also that Chinese dating show. Yeah, that's what I'm, I know. If no. you are the one, it's not the same. This is different. This is Are You The One US. It It's on Netflix if you're listening at home and want to watch it before we do this. Enjoy. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for listening at home. Um, Andy, thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, um, right. You're it was, welcome. It was so good to have you here. Um, it was great to be here. Oh, you, you killed it. Um, oh. and yeah. Do, you wanted to plug your new album, didn't you? Yeah. It's called Are You The One. It's weirdly. <laughs> US as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's it's actually just about teens, teens, queens, the drama, and everything in between. Yeah, exactly. So that's anything from tweens, <laughs> tweens in. So it's teens up I until you said queen, teens, queens, yeah, Queen yeah. Elizabeth. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's everything in between that age yeah. bracket. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that's my favorite age bracket. <laughs> it's a good. What age we've bracket. learned from this show is aim to cover a lot of things, and you're going to yeah. do well. So. Yeah, you hit your target market. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any episode recommendations, write into testpilotpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I can just keep saying that every week. It doesn't. No one does it. No one. Ah, wait, where did this person message us from? Yeah. Facebook. Yeah, I, it's yeah. It's, don't worry about. I that. haven't checked that email for months. <laughs> And because I, every time I check it, it's just it's just like ads, like spam. Yeah, people being like, sprout. people being like, I love your podcast. Can I have your money? <laughs> I love your podcast. Here's a recommendation. It's like, what? That's not that's not how this this works. That's not how this works? Yeah. And we, you need to give us money. Yeah, and one guy just keeps writing. I recommend you eat shit and die. <laughs> and I'm like, I yeah. like him. Like it was funny the first time, <laughs> yeah, but dude. every single minute of every day, like, how are you even sending that many emails? Yeah, also, I like him also and I admire his persistence. There are some stages where I just laugh again. You know, like he, the persistence is it's, good. It's kind it of like off. this episode yeah, where you, if you just keep around. doing the same joke. <laughs> yeah. eventually, exactly. It's funny. Yeah, um, yeah. If you have any recommendations, write into that email address. Hit us up on Twitter. Andy, can you please hit that button?